Let me just preface what I'm getting ready to say that I've always taught my son and I've taught my grandson that all policemen are not bad. There are good policemen. So I'm sitting here explaining to my grandson how what he need to do to make sure that he comes home alive as he is, you know, as he grow up. Um, what he need to do as he grow up and um, if he encounter a police officer and, um, you know, and I, I'm trying to explain as best as possible in his language. He's only he's six years old and I tell him, you know, these things are happening to people, you know, because, you know, because of the, of the color of their skin, because they're black. And I told him, and he said, well, I'm not black. You know, I'm light. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not black. And, you know, he's not really getting it. And I, then I tried to flip it. And I said, well, it's because, you know, your skin is not white. He said, um, well, can you give me some paint? As if he wanted to paint himself white. And, you know, it just doesn't make sense that we are going through this in, um, in 2020, that we have to sit here and talk about, you know, telling our sons what they need to do to make sure their hands are on the steering wheel, make sure if they can to turn on a, a video if they can, their phone, make sure they turn their video, make sure they speak in loud and said, I'm, I'm putting my hands in my pocket, sir. I'm putting my hand in my pocket, police uh, officer. And, you know, the things that we tell them to make sure that they and we have to start this early. You know, we have to start it early so they wouldn't know what to do as they grow up. You can't wait until the last, you know, until it's just too late. And begin to teach them this is because, I mean, people, um, these children are really being attacked even at young age. It doesn't even sometimes matter what age they are. They can just be outside in the front yard, you know, playing on the lawn. Uh, police come, you know, uh, to for some other reason in the neighborhood and just start, you know, slamming people to the ground for no reason at all, as we have seen in one of the um incidents that happened where you know the police officer came to a pool party and just began to slam you know all the black people to the ground uh, uh sitting on a her knee in a black girl's back and um you know slamming her to the ground i mean they didn't even have anything to do with what um, the police officer was called for. These were teenagers just enjoying a pool party and, um, you know, they get body slammed to the ground because a officer comes in like a wild man, um, you know, just attacking only the black, although white um, children, white um, adults were standing around. He came in and just assumed that it, the black peep, the black children, was the problem. When the, from what I understand, the phone call was because of um, 
a fight or something that had broke out because of a white person made some uh, racial slur against a black person. And um, but he just came in and, you know, it's just so sad as, as he was throwing our young black um, boys to the ground and they're just trying to talk to him and let him know, you know, well, we just we, we, we don't know. We just walked up. We just walked up. We just walked up and he's just in their faces. And, you know, so we have to just, you know, just let our um children know you know just how what they should do in these instances you know because we we just never know what's what will happen what's going to happen once they walk out that door and we just pray their protection and believe in their protection but we want them to walk out with not only with the blood of jesus which is um really just absolutely critical and essential and important to do we want them to also walk out with knowledge and what they should do in certain situations. And um, so we just want to be mindful of that. Um, I just wanted to just talk to you a little bit about, you know, how we should, you know, and I know you all, have, I'm sure, have been doing this, already doing this, but this is just a reminder as the heightened of the racial uh, situation is going on, it's reverberating in the air. You know, we just want to be mindful, make sure that our children are aware of what's going on. We have to have these hard conversations and um, so that to make sure that they are safe, you know, just keep, um, you know, just continue to pray, keep our, uh, keep them covered in the blood, <laughs> put blessed oil on them. Uh, stay on our knees, whatever it takes, but most definitely we want to um, teach them, you know, how to survive in this world once they walk out the door, how to survive. And we're believing and trusting and having faith that, you know, as I told him, just continue to pray, just continue to trust God, you know, and God will protect him. So I pray protection over my son and over my black men and my family. Um, and I just believe that God is just going to do that. But in the midst of, you know, praying, we have to have wisdom too and teach them. So um, I'm just um, encouraging you to make sure that you will, you know, have these conversations with your young um, men, your young sons, your nephews, and, um, you know, all of our uh, young black men, and, you know, just be, uh, I guess, uh, wise and <laughs> at what age you should begin to talk to them about this. Um, I, because he is so well um, versed and uh, knowledgeable of so much that's going on. I mean, you know, sometimes you have to have these conversations before, you know, uh, you would really want to have them because they are just so abreast of what's going on out in the world. Sometimes they're, they're, they're older than, you know, their mindset is older than, you know, what their age is, if, if that makes any sense. It's what I'm trying to say is, you know, they're, they're wise and hip to certain things that really sometime at this age that they shouldn't be. But when they are, you know, when they're exposed to certain things, you just have to have those conversations, have those hard conversations and um, pray and keep them covered. So um, just wanted to go 
talk to you about that and um, we're continuing to pray um, you know we're in the protect under the protection of God and you know we believe that you know that you know things things do have to change we're praying that things will change um, we know that this is a spiritual matter. It's, it's really, it's really a spiritual thing that's going on. Um, things are really happening. If you will pull the curtain back, it's just all kinds of stuff that's really happened, um, in the spirit realm of, of what all is happening in the world today. And, um, so we just want to, um, just be aware of, um, of these things so um yeah so just i don't know just thought i would get on here and just communicate about um this stuff that's happening um i understand you know uh you know, we need different policies and different um, laws put in place. However, I'm just not really sure if we can um, politicize um, or put laws in the in the place of where right actions or moral compass should be. You can have certain laws in place, but yet if the heart is rotten, if the heart is wicked, you know, even though laws are in place, we may still continue to um, experience the things that, you know, we are experiencing and trying to um, avoid and keep our children from experiencing um, although we must work, we must do everything that we can, occupy until he comes, um, do what it takes, what, whatever your lane is, be in that lane, doing exactly what you have been called to do, um, my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane, and that is to pray, that is to preach and teach the word of God, um, that is to stand up for what's right. Um, that is to be fair. So, and you do you, and I'm certainly going to do what I, I've been called to do. So, um, let's just keep each other in prayer and um, trust that, um, you know, one day, one of these old days, <laughs> one of these old days, I know for surety, it won't be this way. <laughs> and God shall wipe away all their tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, neither crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the formal things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write.
for these words are true and faithful. Hello, God's beloved. This is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive. It's inspirational. It's uplifting. And yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here. You know, with so much going on in the world, I think it is fitting for us to talk about God's name as it relates to Jehovah Shalom. Um, And this name means the God of peace. The God of peace. And we, boy, do we need peace in the world today. So is that why when Jewish people see you, they say Shalom? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm not quite sure. I think that is an expression of saying hello also. But still, when they're saying hello, I believe that they are speaking peace over your life because um, they are all about speaking positive words of God and affirmations over their children and over their loved ones. So that is a way to extend um, peace, to extend a friendship and um, to be among you and in your life. So... Which, so, what is the definition of peace? Well, what is it? Why don't you tell me? One definition is freedom from disturbance, tranquility. Mm. And another is a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. Wow, okay, and um, Lord knows that we need that peace and tranquility and, you know, the war, war, like even in our world within ourselves to end, and, you know, we get that through Jesus when we accept him in our life, that that warring that's going on inside of us, it ceases. And, you know, I believe that God wants us to have peace in the midst of trouble. You know, I believe that. And, you know, I did a broadcast, actually, and um, it was entitled uh, No Righteousness, No Peace. And we know that as a whole, we will not have peace in the world because of the lack of righteousness in our government and in our um, economic system. And, you know, the peace that we uh, are looking for is the peace that um, is void of killing and drugs and injustice and calamity and such things as that. Well, like you said, I know we'll never have peace in the world, but while we're here in this world, we can have peace. Absolutely. We can have that peace that God, you know, he promised that we are promised in the scripture, that peace that surpasses it. All understand. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at, um, let's go over to Philippians 4 and 5, and it says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. So, you know, we, there is a scripture that says, um, you know, that we are to 
thank God, you know, in all things. And, you know, some people think that means, you know, we're thanking God for all things. But, you know, he, we, we are to thank him in all things and everything that we go through, you know, we want to be joyful and we can only do that with the shalom that God has placed upon our life. But finishing this verse, starting back here at number five, it says, let everyone see that you are considerate or generous in all that you do or kind. Remember, the Lord is coming. And, and, and that's one thing that we look forward to that give us peace as well, to know that you know, Jesus is coming back again. That mm -hmm. should settle within our hearts. Give us peace. Give us that shalom. Verse number six says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Mm -hmm. And then here's, here's the key, right? Mm -hmm. We ought to pray about everything. And then not only are we to pray about everything, but tell God what you need and thank him and thank him for all he has done. And verse 7 says, Then you will experience God's peace. You know, we were talking about the mm -hmm. peace. Which exceed everything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and mind as we live in Christ Jesus. And that's where that peace that surpasses all understanding. Another meaning of peace can mean a state of harmony, quiet or calm that is not disturbed by anything at all, like a still pond with no ripples. So it's talking about, you know, just like you said, the peace that we have in Christ, that we can get in Christ. Absolutely. And that peace only comes through Christ. Like we can have that harmony and that peace when we live in Christ, no matter what's going on around us. You know, we are meant to know God's shalom, to have that perfect peace or his shalom, which surpasses all understanding. I believe that, you know, the people of God, you know, he desires for us to have that. And those who don't experience that peace, those who are not, you know, don't have Jesus in their life, we certainly invite them to accept Christ as their Savior so they can experience. Right, because there are, you know, people nowadays are so afraid of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, they're afraid of COVID, they're afraid of getting robbed, they're afraid of just about everything that's happening nowadays. You know, they want to stay in their homes. Right, right. I was just looking at another meaning for peace mm -hmm. is a concept of social friendship mm. and harmony and absence of hostility and violence. Right. Oh, my goodness. That is that is a real good uh, definition, which, you know, we are looking for that absence of hostility, that absence of violence, you know. Um, and we know eventually that all will be granted unto us. You know, and I think about, um, you, you were getting ready to say something. I'm sorry. Oh, another meaning. <laughs> it says, in a social sense, peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict and freedom from fear of violence between individuals or groups. 
Wow. And are we experiencing that right now? Would you say we experiencing that in the world today where we are not fearing um, groups of people and we are not um, experiencing the fear of others? And, um, you know, I was thinking about something that I saw the um, situation that was sent to me about uh, a young lady who, you know, really pretty much attacked this old lady mm-hmm. where she asked the, the uh, young lady to properly wear her mask. And um, so because of the rage that's going on in the world today and because of, you know, how we are afraid of one another, we are, you know, just so on edge because of what's going on in the world, you mm-hmm. know, the girl attacked the woman for asking her the question. Right. So, you know, but it was good that you know that we can live in this peace and harmony together um, in the world and like I said and you know I keep going back to this the only way that that would happen if we have Jesus in our lives exactly I was looking at another mean definition okay <laughs> it says peace is a stress free state of security and calmness that comes when there is no fighting or war Right, right, right. Everything coexisting. So, yeah, you know, like you said, the young lady was African-American. Mm-hmm. And the one she pulled to the ground was Caucasian. Right. And, you know, a lot of African-Americans don't, African don't want Caucasian people to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, uh, Caucasians, you know, tend to, you know, boldly say things, and you know, sometimes they're out of place. Mm-hmm. And so, we've it's come to the place where African Americans have become tired of hearing, you know, the disrespect that right. some people has for them. If we all would respect each other, then there wouldn't be all these problems that we have. We could have peace, peace of mind. Right. And, you know, really that can be also, as I'm hearing what you're saying, it can be rooted back to, you know, even with slavery, you know, because Mm -hmm. we, the African-Americans, have been so oppressed and, you know, with... um, Caucasians, um, Europeans, of where uh, lording over them, you know, um, having them, you know, in bondage and, you know, ruling over them that, you know, anything sometimes, you know, that is said, right, will set a person off. Like, you know, I'm not under your rulage and, you know, you're, I'm not a slave. You don't tell me what to do or whatever. And then, you know, and a lot of, you know, it probably also have to do with just, you know, just so much that's going on in today with the COVID and everything that's happening, um, you know, just hostility and the emotions of people are just so on um, a level that is really uncontrollable because, you know, this young lady, I believe that if she would think about what she, you know, she did, I think she would have second thoughts about uh, reacting the way she she reacted because um, if they find her, you know, it's really going to be detrimental to you know her her life and mm-hmm. you know her family life. So many people is going to be uh, affected just because of one rage of moment that she had. Right, exactly. 
You know, sometimes we need to think before we react. You know, I always try to think before I react in all situations. Mm-hmm. They even have that thing where, you know, at least count to ten or something. You know, because maybe that'll help. If sometimes that don't help. <laughs> Sometimes the twenty and it still be the person still be an aggressor, you know. So, well, I believe yeah. that you know the best thing to do is just walk away, walk away. Yeah, a lot of people, like you said, don't have peace, especially inner peace. And it says mm-hmm. inner peace refers to a deliberate state of physiological or spiritual calm, despite the potential pressures of stressors. Also, peace of mind, serenity, and calmness are descriptions of a disposition free from the effects of stress. Wow, 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 wow. Being free from the effects of stress. So, you know, that... Spiritual peace. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it is great for us to have that peace of mind. And that's because the effects of stress, you know, can really put uh, a lot of things upon our emotions, a lot of things about, you know, how we react. You know, I think about um, the disciples, Jesus' disciples, they discovered peace in the midst of the storm. And, you know, Peter, he even realized that he could walk on water as long as he stayed focused. Focus on what? Shalom, peace on Jesus, right? So, I mean, we will find that in Matthew 14, starting at the 27th verse. It says, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. Now, it's something that he right away when he walks up to them, he tells them, don't be afraid because Jesus came walking on the water. Right. And of course, you know. It, it brought fear to them. They thought mm-hmm. he was a ghost. But Jesus is the one that comes and brings us peace. Because right away he said, don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. So meaning that long as Jesus is there with us, long as we have Jesus, long as we have God, our Father, Shalom in our life, you know, there's nothing for us to be afraid of. We don't have to have these stressors. We will learn. We need to learn how to manage our stress so we can have that Shalom, you know, because naturally things are going to happen in this world. We in a natural world. So we're going to experience, you know, certain things. Mm-hmm. But we can have that shalom um, long as we have Jesus because Jesus said, I am here. And then the 28th verse says, then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Mm-hmm. And then verse 29, yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the storm and the wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. So what did the, uh, Peter do? He took his focus off of oh, Jesus. off Jesus, the one who gives us peace, the one who comes to bring peace, the one who said, don't worry, the one who says, I am with you, and begin to sink. But the the profound thing that Peter did, he said, save me. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what a lot of us need to do. When we find ourselves sinking and all these stressors and having being upset and want to fly off at the handle and want to express our anger in a way that is sinful because the Bible said sin, but I mean, not sin. <laughs> Your eyes right now. The Bible said be angry, but sin. <laughs> Absolutely. Where to even sin at? <laughs> Right. So, but if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, you know, we can accomplish what um, the word of God is telling us to do. So he told Jesus to save him. And that was the best thing that he could have ever done. And then he, you know, he shouted that out to Jesus. And verse 31 said, Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him, grabbed him up out of that situation. When I tell you, when you call on the name of Jesus, it's something about the name of Jesus that will rescue you. And Jesus immediately, it said, um, grabbed him up out of that situation. And then it said, you have so little faith. That's what Jesus said unto him. So we want to have faith in God. We want to have faith in Jesus. We want to believe what he says to us, you know, so we can have that uh, Jehovah Shalom that's living on the inside of us. He said, you have little faith. And he said, why did you doubt me? Jesus said, Jesus don't want us to doubt him. You know, I can just see him as a loving a loving father, loving brother, uh, uh, a loving savior, redeemer saying, why did you doubt me? You know, I told you that I am here. I told you not to fear, not to be afraid. Why did you doubt me? Verse 32 says, when they climbed back, back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him and said to him, you are really the son of God. They exclaimed. So when Jesus stopped the wind, when he saw that he was rescued, then they said, okay. Then he had peace again, right? (laughs) (laughs) We know now that you are the son of God. So the peace of God, Jehovah Shalom, um, is always with us, no matter whatever we encounter, he is with us. So I was looking at another <laughs> definition. It says, peace is to live in harmony, to live without fear. Fear that someone will harm or kill you. Peace is to live in cohesion across society and to have the, have the freedom to fully be yourself without taking over the identity of anyone else. Hello, God's beloved. This is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive. It's inspirational. It's uplifting. And yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here.
you know, with so much going on in the world, I think it is fitting for us to talk about God's name as it relates to Jehovah Shalom. Um, and this name mean the God of peace, the God of peace. And we, boy, do we need peace in the world today. So is that why when Jewish people see you, they say Shalom? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not quite sure. I think that is an expression of saying hello also. But still, when they're saying hello, I believe that they are speaking peace over your life because um, they are all about speaking positive words of God and affirmations over their children and over their loved ones. So that is a way to extend um, peace, to extend a friendship and um, to be among you and in your life. So, which so what is the definition of peace? Well, what is it? Why don't you tell me? One definition is freedom from disturbance, tranquility. Mm. And another is a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. Wow, okay. And um, Lord knows that we need that peace and tranquility and you know the war war like even in our world within ourselves to end and you know we get that through Jesus when we accept him in our life that that warring that's going on inside of us it cease and you know I believe that God want us to have peace in the midst of trouble you know, I believe that. And, you know, I did a broadcast, actually, and um, it was entitled uh, No Righteousness, No Peace. And we know that as a whole, we will not have peace in the world because of the lack of righteousness in our government and in our um, economic system. And, you know, and the peace that we uh, are looking for is the peace that um, is void of killing and drugs and injustice and calamity and such things as that. Well, like you said, I know we'll never have peace in the world, but while we're here in this world, we can have peace. Absolutely. We can have that peace that God, you know, he promised that we are promised in the scripture, that peace that surpasses it. All understand. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at, um, let's go over to Philippians 4 and 5, and it says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. So, you know, we, there is a scripture that says, um, you know, that we are to thank God, you know, in all things. And, you know, some people think that means, you know, we're thanking God for all things but you know he, we we are to thank him in all things and everything that we go through you know we want to be joyful and we can only do that with the shalom that god has placed upon our life but finishing this verse starting back here at number five it says let everyone see that you are considerate or generous in all that you do or kind remember the lord is coming and, and and that's one thing that we look forward to that give us peace as well, to know that, you know, Jesus is coming back again. That mm -hmm. should settle within our hearts, give us peace, give us that shalom. Verse number six says, 
don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And then here's here's the key, right? Mm-hmm. We are to pray about everything. And then not only are we to pray about everything, but tell God what you need and thank him and thank him for all he has done. And verse 7 says, then you will experience God's peace. You know, we were talking about the mm-hmm. peace, which exceed everything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and mind as we live in Christ Jesus. And that's where that peace that surpasses all understanding. Another meaning of peace can mean a state of harmony, quiet or calm that is not disturbed by anything at all, like a still pond with no ripples. So it's talking about, you know, just like you said, the peace that we have in Christ, that we can get in Christ. Absolutely. And that peace only comes through Christ. Like we can have that harmony and that peace when we live in Christ, no matter what's going on around us. You know, we are meant to know God's shalom, to have that perfect peace or his shalom which surpasses all understanding i believe that you know the people of god you know he desires for us to have that and those who don't experience that peace those who are not you know don't have jesus in their life we certainly invite them to accept christ as their savior so they can experience right because they're you know people nowadays are so afraid of everything mm-hmm. you know they're afraid of covid they're afraid of getting robbed they're afraid of just about everything that's happening nowadays you know they want to stay in their homes right right you know, just looking at another meaning for peace mm-hmm. is a concept of social friendship mm. and harmony and absence of hostility and violence right oh my goodness that is that is a real good uh, definition, which, you know, we are looking for that absence of hostility, that absence of violence, you know, um, and we know eventually that all will be granted unto us, you know, and I think about, um, you, you were getting ready to say something. I'm sorry, oh, another right? meaning. <laughs> it says, in a social sense. Peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict and freedom from fear of violence between individuals or groups. Wow. And are we experiencing that right now? Would you say we experiencing that in the world today where we are not fearing um, groups of people and we are not um, experiencing the fear of others? And, um, you know, I was thinking about something that I saw the um, situation that was sent to me about uh, a young lady who, you know, really pretty much attacked this old lady mm-hmm. where she asked the, the uh, young lady to properly wear her mask. And um, so because of the rage that's going on in the world today and because of, you know, how we are afraid of one another, we are, you know, just so on edge because of what's going on in the world, you know, the girl attacked the woman for asking her the question. Right. So, you know, but it was good that, you know, that we can live in this peace and harmony together. 
um, in the world. And like I said, and you know, I keep going back to this, the only way that that would happen if we have Jesus in our lives. Exactly. I was looking at another mean definition. Okay. <laughs> it says, peace is a stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there's no fighting or war. Right, right, right. Everything coexisting. So, yeah, you know, like you said, the young lady was African-American. Mm-hmm. And the one she pulled to the ground was Caucasian. Right. And you know a lot of African American don't African Americans don't want Caucasian people to tell them what to do, mm-hmm. because a lot of times uh, Caucasians you know tend to you know boldly say things and you know sometimes they're out of place, mm-hmm. and so we've it's come to the place where African Americans have become tired of hearing you know the disrespect that right. some people has for them. If we all would respect each other, then there wouldn't be all these problems that we have. We could have peace, peace of mind. Right. And, you know, really that can be also, as I'm hearing what you're saying, it can be rooted back to, you know, even with slavery, you know, because Mm -hmm. we, the African-Americans, have been so oppressed and, you know, with... um, Caucasians, um, Europeans, of where uh, lording over them, you know, um, having them, you know, in bondage and, you know, ruling over them that, you know, anything sometimes, you know, that is said, right, will set a person off. Like, you know, I'm not under your rulage and, you know, you're, I'm not a slave. You don't tell me what to do or whatever. And then, you know, and a lot of, you know, it probably also have to do with just, you know, just so much that's going on in today with the COVID and everything that's happening, um, you know, just hostility and the emotions of people are just so on um, a level that is really uncontrollable because, you know, this young lady, I believe that if she would think about what she, you know, she did, I think she would have second thoughts about uh, reacting the way she she reacted because um, if they find her, you know, it's really going to be detrimental to you know her her life mm-hmm. and you know her family life. So many people is going to be uh, affected just because of one rage of moment that she had. Right, exactly. You know, sometimes we need to think before react. You know, I always try to think before react in all situations. Mm-hmm. They even have that thing where you know at least count to ten or something, you know, because maybe that'll help. If sometimes that don't help. <laughs> sometimes twenty and it still be the person still be an aggressor, you know. So, well, I believe yeah. that you know the best thing to do is just walk away, walk away. Yeah. A lot of people, like you said, don't have peace especially inner peace and it says mm-hmm. inner peace refers to a deliberate state of physiological or spiritual calm despite the potential pressures of stressors also peace of mind serenity and calmness are descriptions of a disposition free from the effects of stress wow 
Wow, wow, wow. Being free from the effects of stress. So, you know, that... Spiritual peace. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It is great for us to have that peace of mind. That's because the effects of stress, you know, can really put uh, a lot of things upon our emotions, a lot of things about, you know, how we react. You know, I think about um, the disciples, Jesus' disciples, they discovered peace in the midst of the storm. And, you know, Peter, he even realized that he could walk on water as long as he stayed focused. Focus on what? Shalom, peace on Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean... We will find that in Matthew um, 14, starting at the 27th verse. It says, but Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid. Now, it's something that he right away when he walks up to them, he tells them, don't be afraid because Jesus came walking on the water. Right. And of course, you know. It, it brung fear to them. They thought mm -hmm. he was a ghost. But Jesus is the one that comes and brings us peace. Because right away he said, don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. So meaning that long as Jesus is there with us, long as we have Jesus, long as we have God, our Father, Shalom in our life, you know, there's nothing for us to be afraid of. We don't have to have these stressors. We will learn. We need to learn how to manage our stress so we can have that Shalom, you know, because naturally things are going to happen in this world. We in a natural world. So we're going to experience, you know, certain things. Mm -hmm. But we can have that shalom um, long as we have Jesus because Jesus said, I am here. And then the 28th verse says, then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Mm -hmm. And then verse 29, yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the storm and the wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Mm -hmm. So what did the, uh, Peter do? He took his focus off of oh, Jesus. off Jesus, the one who gives us peace, the one who comes to bring peace, the one who said, don't worry, the one who says, I am with you, mm -hmm. and begin to sink. But the, the profound thing that Peter did, he said, save me. And that's what a lot of us need to do. When we find ourselves sinking and all these stressors and having being upset and want to fly off at the handle and want to express our anger in a way that is sinful because the Bible said sin, but I mean, not sin, <laughs> your eyes right now the bible said be angry but sin <laughs> absolutely where to even see that where is she that scripture what are you looking at <laughs> right so but if we keep our eyes focused on jesus you know we can accomplish what um the word of god is telling us to do so he told jesus to save him and that was the best thing that he could have ever done 
And then he, you know, he shouted it out to Jesus. And verse 31 said, Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him, grabbed him up out of that situation. When I tell you, when you call on the name of Jesus, it's something about the name of Jesus that will rescue you. And Jesus immediately, it said, um, grabbed him up out of that situation. And then it said, you have so little faith. That's what Jesus said unto him. So we want to have faith in God. We want to have faith in Jesus. We want to believe what he says to us, you know, so we can have that uh, Jehovah Shalom that's living on the inside of us. He said, you have little faith. And he said, why did you doubt me? Jesus said, Jesus don't want us to doubt him. You know, I can just see him as a loving a loving father, loving brother, uh, uh, a loving savior, redeemer saying, why did you doubt me? You know, I told you that I am here. I told you not to fear, not to be afraid. Why did you doubt me? Verse 32 said, when they climbed back, back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him and said to him, you are really the son of God. They exclaimed. So when Jesus stopped the wind, when he saw that he was rescued, then they said, okay. Then he had peace again, right? (laughs) (laughs) We know now that you are the son of God. So the peace of God, Jehovah Shalom, um, is always with us, no matter whatever we encounter, he is with us. So I was looking at another <laughs> definition. It says, peace is to live in harmony, to live without fear. Fear that someone will harm or kill you. Peace is to live in cohesion across society and to have the, have the freedom to fully be yourself without taking over the identity of anyone else. Hello, God's beloved. This is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive. It's inspirational. It's uplifting. And yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here. You know, with so much going on in the world, I think it is fitting for us to talk about God's name as it relates to Jehovah Shalom. Um, and this name means the God of peace. The God of peace. And we, oh boy, do we need peace in the world today. So is that why when Jewish people see you, they say Shalom? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not quite sure. I think that is an expression of saying hello also. But still, when they're saying hello, I believe that they are speaking peace over your life because um, they are all about speaking positive words of God and affirmations over their children and over their loved ones. So that is a way to extend um, peace, to extend a friendship and um, to be among you and in your life. So... Which, so, what is the definition of peace? 
Well, what is it? Why don't you tell me? One definition is freedom from disturbance, tranquility. Mm. And another is a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. Wow, okay. And um, Lord knows that we need that peace and tranquility and, you know, the war, war, like even in our world within ourselves to end. And, you know, we get that through Jesus when we accept him in our life, that that warring that's going on inside of us, it ceases. And, you know, I believe that God want us to have peace in the midst of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that. And, you know, I did a broadcast, actually, and um, it was entitled uh, No Righteousness, No Peace. And we know that as a whole, we will not have peace in the world because of the lack of righteousness in our government and in our um, economic system. And, you know, the peace that we uh, are looking for is the peace that um, is void of killing and drugs and injustice and calamity and such things as that. Well, like you said, I know we'll never have peace in the world, but while we're here in this world, we can have peace. Absolutely. We can have that peace that God, you know, he promised that we are promised in the scripture, that peace that surpasses it. All understand. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at, um, let's go to Philippians 4 and 5, and it says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. So, you know, there is a scripture that says, um, you know, that we are to thank God, you know, in all things. And, you know, some people think that means, you know, we're thanking God for all things but you know he, we we are to thank him in all things and everything that we go through you know we want to be joyful and we can only do that with the shalom that god has placed upon our life of finishing this verse starting back here at number five it says let everyone see that you are considerate or generous in all that you do or kind remember the lord is coming and, and and that's one thing that we look forward to that give us peace as well, to know that, you know, Jesus is coming back again. That mm-hmm. should settle within our hearts, give us peace, give us that shalom. Verse number six says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And then here's, here's the key, right? Mm-hmm. We ought to pray about everything. And then not only are we to pray about everything, but tell God what you need and thank him and thank him for all he has done and verse 7 says then you will experience god's peace you know we were talking about the Mm -hmm. peace which exceed everything we can understand his peace will guard our hearts and mind as we live in christ jesus and that's where that peace that surpasses all understanding. Another meaning of peace can mean a state of harmony, quiet or calm that is not disturbed by anything at all, like a 
still piling the ripples. So it's talking about, you know, just like you said, the peace that we have in Christ, that we can get in Christ. Absolutely. And that peace only comes through Christ. Like we can have that harmony and that peace when we live in Christ, no matter what's going on around us. You know, we are meant to know God's shalom, to have that perfect peace or his shalom, which surpasses all understanding. I believe that, you know, the people of God, you know, he desires for us to have that. And those who don't experience that peace, those who are not, you know, don't have Jesus in their life, we certainly invite them to accept Christ as their Savior so they can experience. Right, because there are, you know, people nowadays are so afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're afraid of COVID, they're afraid of getting robbed, they're afraid of just about everything that's happening nowadays. You know, they want to stay in their home. Right, right. I was just looking at another meaning for peace Mm -hmm. is a concept of social friendship Mm. and harmony and absence of hostility and violence. Right. Oh, my goodness. That is that is a real good uh, definition, which, you know, we are looking for that absence of hostility, that absence of violence, you know. Um, and we know eventually that all will be granted unto us. You know, and I think about, um, you, you were getting ready to say something. Oh, another meaning. <laughs> it says, in a social sense, peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict and freedom from fear of violence between individuals or groups. Wow. And are we experiencing that right now? Would you say we experiencing that in the world today where we are not fearing um, groups of people and we are not um, experiencing the fear of others? And, um, you know, I was thinking about something that I saw the um, situation that was sent to me about uh, a young lady who, you know, really pretty much attacked this old lady mm-hmm. where she asked the, the uh, young lady to properly wear her mask. And um, so because of the rage that's going on in the world today and because of, you know, how we are afraid of one another, we are, you know, just so on edge because of what's going on in the world, you know, the girl attacked the woman for asking her the question. Right. So, you know, but it was good that you know that we can live in this peace and harmony together um in the world and like i said and you know i keep going back to this the only way that that would happen if we have jesus in our lives exactly i was looking at another mean definition okay <laughs> it says peace is a stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there's no fighting or war Right, right, right. Everything coexisting. So, yeah, you know, like you said, the young lady was African-American. Mm-hmm. And the one she pulled to the ground was Caucasian. Right. And, you know, a lot of African-American don't, African-Americans don't want Caucasian people to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, uh, Caucasians, you know, tend to, you know, boldly say things, and you know, sometimes they're out of place. Mm-hmm. 
And so we've come to the place where African-Americans have become tired of hearing, you know, the disrespect that right. some people have for them. If we all would respect each other, then there wouldn't be all these problems that we have. We could have peace, peace of mind. Right. And, you know, really that can be also, as I'm hearing what you're saying, it can be rooted back to, you know, even with slavery, you know, because we, the African-Americans, have been so oppressed and, you know, with... um, Caucasians, um, Europeans, of where uh, lording over them, you know, um, having them, you know, in bondage and, you know, ruling over them that, you know, anything sometimes, you know, that is said, right, will set a person off. Like, you know, I'm not under your rulage and, you know, you're, I'm not a slave. You don't tell me what to do or whatever. And then, you know, and a lot of, you know, it probably also have to do with just, you know, just so much that's going on in today with the COVID and everything that's happening, um, you know, just hostility and the emotions of people are just so on um, a level that is really uncontrollable because, you know, this young lady, I believe that if she would think about what she, you know, she did, I think she would have second thoughts about uh, reacting the way she she reacted because um, if they find her, you know, it's really going to be detrimental to you know her her life and you know her family life so many people is going to be uh affected just because of one rage of moment that she had right exactly you know sometimes we need to think before react you know i always try to think before I react in all situations mm-hmm they even have that thing where you know at least count to ten or something, you know. Because maybe that'll help. If something that don't help, <laughs> yeah. count to twenty and it still be the person still be an aggressor, you know. So, well, I believe yeah. that you know the best thing to do is just walk away, walk away. Yeah. A lot of people, like you said, don't have peace especially inner peace and it says mm-hmm. inner peace refers to a deliberate state of physiological or spiritual calm despite the potential pressures of stressors also peace of mind serenity and calmness are descriptions of a disposition free from the effects of stress wow 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 being free from the effects of stress so you know that spiritual peace Mm -hmm. oh yeah it is great for us to have that peace of mind and that's because the effects of stress you know can really put uh, a lot of things upon our emotions a lot of things about you know how we react you know i think about um the disciple jesus's disciples they discovered peace in the midst of the storm and you know peter he even realized that he could walk on water as long as he stayed focused focus on what shalom peace on jesus right so, I mean, we will find that in Matthews um, 14, starting at the 27th verse. It says, but Jesus spoke to them at once. 
don't be afraid. Now, it's something that he right away when he walks up to them, he tells them, don't be afraid because Jesus came walking on the water. Right. And of course, you know, it, it brought fear to them. They thought he was a ghost. But Jesus is the one that comes and brings us peace because right away he said, don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. So meaning that long as Jesus is there with us, long as we have Jesus, long as we have God, our Father, Shalom in our life, you know, there's nothing for us to be afraid of. We don't have to have these stressors. We will learn. We need to learn how to manage our stress so we can have that Shalom, you know, because naturally things are going to happen in this world. We in a natural world. So we're going to experience, you know, certain things. Mm -hmm. But we can have that shalom um, long as we have Jesus because Jesus said, I am here. And then the 28th verse says, then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. And then verse 29, yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the storm and the wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Mm -hmm. So what did the, uh, Peter do? He took his focus off of Jesus. off Jesus, the one who gives us peace, the one who comes to bring peace, the one who said, don't worry, the one who says, I am with you, mm -hmm. and begin to sink. But the, the profound thing that Peter did, he said, save me. And that's what a lot of us need to do. When we find ourselves sinking and all these stressors and having being upset and want to fly off at the handle and want to express our anger in a way that is sinful because the Bible said sin, but I mean, not sin, <laughs> your eyes right now the bible said be angry but sin <laughs> absolutely right so but if we keep our eyes focused on jesus you know we can accomplish what um the word of god is telling us to do so he told jesus to save him and that was the best thing that he could have ever done and then he you know he shouted that out to Jesus in verse 31 said Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him grabbed him up out of that situation when I tell you when you call on the name of Jesus it's something about the name of Jesus that will rescue you and Jesus immediately it said um, grabbed him up out of that situation and then it said, you have so little faith. That's what Jesus said unto him. So we want to have faith in God. We want to have faith in Jesus. We want to believe what he says to us, you know, so we can have that uh, Jehovah Shalom that's living on the inside of us. He said, you have little faith. And he said, why did you doubt me? Jesus said, Jesus don't want us to doubt him. You know, I can just see him as a loving 
a loving father, loving brother, uh, uh, a loving savior, redeemer saying, why did you doubt me? You know, I told you that I am here. I told you not to fear, not to be afraid. Why did you doubt me? Verse 32 says, when they climbed back, back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him and said to him, you are really the son of God. They exclaimed. So when Jesus stopped the wind, when he saw that he was rescued, then they said, okay. Then he had peace again, right? (laughs) (laughs) We know now that you are the son of God. So the peace of God, Jehovah Shalom, um, is always with us, no matter whatever we encounter, he is with us. So I was looking at another <laughs> definition. It says, peace is to live in harmony, to live without fear. Fear that someone will harm or kill you. Peace is to live in cohesion across society and to have the, have the freedom to fully be yourself without taking over the identity of anyone else. Hello, God's beloved. This is I Have a Ministry with an I Love Moment. It's positive. It's inspirational. It's uplifting. And yes, the I is intentional. It is an intentional love moment here. You know, with so much going on in the world, I think it is fitting for us to talk about God's name as it relates to Jehovah Shalom. Um, And this name means the God of peace. The God of peace. And we, boy, do we need peace in the world today. So is that why when Jewish people see you, they say Shalom? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm not quite sure. I think that is an expression of saying hello also. But still, when they're saying hello, I believe that they are speaking peace over your life because um, they are all about speaking positive words of God and affirmations over their children and over their loved ones. So that is a way to extend um, peace, to extend a friendship and um, to be among you and in your life. So... Which, so, what is the definition of peace? Well, what is it? Why don't you tell me? One definition is freedom from disturbance, tranquility. Mm. And another is a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. Wow, okay, and um, Lord knows that we need that peace and tranquility and, you know, the war, war, like even in our world within ourselves to end, and, you know, we get that through Jesus when we accept him in our life, that that warring that's going on inside of us, it ceases. And, you know, I believe that God wants us to have peace in the midst of trouble, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that. And, you know, I did a broadcast, actually, and um, it was entitled uh, No Righteousness, No Peace. And we know that as a whole, we will not have peace in the world because of the lack of righteousness in our government and in our um, economic system. And, you know, the peace that we uh, are looking for is the peace that um, is void of killing and drugs and injustice and calamity and such things as that. Well, like you said, I know we'll never have peace in the world, but while we're here in this world, we can have peace. Absolutely. We can have that peace that God, you know, he promised that we are promised in the scripture, that peace that surpasses it. All understand. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at, um, let's go over to Philippians 4 and 5, and it says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. So, you know, we, there is a scripture that says, um, you know, that we are to thank God, you know, in all things. And, you know, some people think that means, you know, we're thanking God for all things but you know mm-hmm. he, we we are to thank him in all things and everything that we go through you know we want to be joyful and we can only do that with the shalom that god has placed upon our life but finishing this verse starting back here at number five it says let everyone see that you are considerate or generous in all that you do or kind remember the lord is coming and, and and that's one thing that we look forward to that give us peace as well, to know that, you know, Jesus is coming back again. That mm-hmm. should settle within our hearts, give us peace, give us that shalom. Verse number six says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And then here's, here's the key, right? Mm-hmm. We ought to pray about everything. And then not only are we to pray about everything, but tell God what you need and thank him and thank him for all he has done and verse 7 says then you will experience god's peace you know we were talking about the Mm -hmm. peace which exceed everything we can understand his peace will guard our hearts and mind as we live in christ jesus and that's where that Peace that surpasses all understanding. Another meaning of peace can mean a state of harmony, quiet or calm that is not disturbed by anything at all, like a still pond with no ripples. So it's talking about, you know, just like you said, the peace that we have in Christ, that we can get in Christ. Absolutely. And that peace only comes through Christ. Like we can have that harmony and that peace when we live in Christ, no matter what's going on around us. You know, we are meant to know God's shalom, to have that perfect peace or his shalom, which surpasses all understanding. I believe that, you know, the people of God, you know, he desires for us to have that. And those who don't experience that peace, those who are not, you know, don't have Jesus in their life, we certainly invite them to accept Christ as their Savior so they can experience. Right, because there are, you know, people nowadays are so afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, they're afraid of COVID, they're afraid of 
getting robbed. They're afraid of just about everything that's happening in that nowadays. You know, they want to stay in their homes. Right, right. Well, just looking at another meaning for peace mm-hmm. is a concept of social friendship mm. and harmony and absence of hostility and violence. Right. Oh, my goodness. That is that is a real good a definition, which, you know, we are looking for that absence of hostility, that absence of violence, you know. Um, and we know eventually that all will be granted unto us. You know, and I think about... Um, you, you were getting ready to say something. Sorry. Oh, another meaning. <laughs> it says, in a social sense, peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict and freedom from fear of violence between individuals or groups. Wow. And are we experiencing that right now? Would you say we experiencing that in the world today where we are not fearing um, groups of people and we are not um, experiencing the fear of others? And, um, you know, I was thinking about something that I saw the um, situation that was sent to me about uh, a young lady who, you know, really pretty much attacked this old lady mm-hmm. where she asked the, the uh, young lady to properly wear her mask. And um, so because of the rage that's going on in the world today and because of, you know, how we are afraid of one another, we are, you know, just so on edge because of what's going on in the world, you know, the girl attacked the woman for asking her the question. Right. So, you know, but it was good that you know that we can live in this peace and harmony together um in the world and like i said and you know i keep going back to this the only way that that would happen if we have jesus in our lives exactly i was looking at another mean definition okay (laughs) it says peace is a stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there's no fighting or war Right, right, right. Everything coexisting. So, yeah, you know, like you said, the young lady was African-American. Mm-hmm. And the one she pulled to the ground was Caucasian. Right. And, you know, a lot of African-American don't, African-Americans don't want Caucasian people to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, uh, Caucasians, you know, tend to, you know, boldly say things, and you know, sometimes they're out of place. Mm-hmm. And so, we've it's come to the place where African Americans have become tired of hearing, you know, the disrespect that right. some people have for them. If we all would respect each other, then there wouldn't be all these problems that we have. We could have peace, peace of mind. Right. And, you know, really, that can be also, as I'm hearing what you're saying, it can be rooted back to, you know, even with slavery, you know, because we, the African-Americans, have been so oppressed and, you know, with... um, Caucasians, um, Europeans, of where us uh, lording over them, you know, um, having them, you know, in bondage and, you know, ruling over them that, you know, anything sometimes. 
you know, that is said, right, will set a person off. Like, you know, I'm not under your rulage and, you know, you're, I'm not a slave. You don't tell me what to do or whatever. And then, you know, and a lot of, you know, it probably also have to do with just, you know, just so much that's going on and today with the COVID and everything that's happening, um, you know, just hostility and the emotions of people are just so on, um, a level that is really uncontrollable because, you know, this young lady, I believe that if she would think about what she, you know, she did, I think she would have second thoughts about uh, reacting the way she, she reacted because, um, if they find her, you know, it's really going to be detrimental to, you know, her, her life mm-hmm. and, you know, her family life. So many people is going to be, uh, affected just because of one rage of moment that she had. Right. Exactly. You know, sometimes we need to think before react. You know, I've always tried to think before react in all situations. Mm-hmm. They even have that thing where, you know, at least count to 10 or something, you know, because maybe that'll help. Sometimes that don't help. <laughs> sometimes. Count 20 and it'll still be, the person still be an aggressor, you know, so. Well, I believe yeah. that, you know, the best thing to do is just walk away, walk away. Yeah. A lot of people, like you said, don't have peace. Especially inner peace, and it says mm-hmm. inner peace refers to a deliberate state of physiological or spiritual calm, despite the potential pressures of stressors. Also, peace of mind, serenity, and calmness are descriptions of a disposition free from the effects of stress. Wow! 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 Being free from the effects of stress so you know that spiritual peace mm-hmm. oh yeah it is great for us to have that peace of mind and that's because the effects of stress you know can really put uh, a lot of things upon our emotions a lot of things about you know how we react you know i think about um the disciple jesus's disciples they discovered peace in the midst of the storm and you know peter he even realized that he could walk on water as long as he stayed focused focus on what shalom peace on jesus right so, I mean, we will find that in Matthews um, 14, starting at the 27th verse, it says, but Jesus spoke to them at once, don't be afraid. Now, it's something that he right away when he walks up to them, he tells them, don't be afraid because Jesus came walking on the water, right? And of course, you know. It, it brought fear to them. They thought mm-hmm. he was a ghost. But Jesus is the one that comes and brings us peace. Because right away he said, don't be afraid. He said, take courage. I am here. So, meaning that long as Jesus is there with us, long as we have Jesus, 
long as we have God, our Father, Shalom in our life, you know, there's nothing for us to be afraid of. We don't have to have these stressors. We will learn. We need to learn how to manage our stress so we can have that Shalom, you know, because naturally things are going to happen in this world. We in a natural world, so we're going to experience, you know, certain things, Mm -hmm. but we can have that Shalom um, long as we have Jesus because Jesus said, I am here. And then the 28th verse says, then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. And then verse 29, yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the storm, And the wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. So what did uh, Peter do? He took his focus off of Jesus, Jesus, the one who gives us peace, the one who comes to bring peace, the one who said, don't worry, the one who says, I am with you, Mm -hmm. and began to sink. But the, the profound thing that Peter did, he said, save me. And that's what a lot of us need to do when we find ourselves sinking and all these stressors and having been upset and want to fly off at the handle and want to express our anger in a way that is sinful because the Bible said sin, but I mean, not sin, (laughs) your eyes right now, the Bible said be angry, but sin, (laughs) absolutely. Right. So, but if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus, you know, we can accomplish what um, the word of God is telling us to do. So he told Jesus to save him. And that was the best thing that he could have ever done. And then he, you know, he shouted that out to Jesus in verse 31 said, Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him, grabbed him up out of that situation. When I tell you, when you call on the name of Jesus, it's something about the name of Jesus that will rescue you. And Jesus immediately, it said, um, grabbed him up out of that situation and then it said, you have so little faith. That's what Jesus said unto him. So we want to have faith in God. We want to have faith in Jesus. We want to believe what he says to us, you know, so we can have that uh, Jehovah Shalom that's living on the inside of us. He said, you have little faith. And he said, why did you doubt me? Jesus said, Jesus don't want us to doubt him. You know, I can just see him as a loving a loving father, loving brother, uh, uh, a loving savior, redeemer saying, why did you doubt me? You know, I told you that I am here. I told you not to fear, not to be afraid. Why did you doubt me? Verse 32 said, when they climbed back, back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshiped him and said to him, you are really the son of God. They exclaimed. So when Jesus stopped the wind, when he saw that he was rescued, then they said, okay, we 
Then he had peace again, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we know now that you are the son of God. So the peace of God, Jehovah Shalom, um, is always with us, no matter whatever we encounter. He is with us. So I was looking at another <laughs> definition. It says, peace is to live in harmony, to live without fear. Fear that someone will harm or kill you. Peace is to live in cohesion across society and to have the, have the freedom to fully be yourself without taking over the identity of anyone else.